Hi, and welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison. Hello. Caitlin will be with us eventually. Um, she, she'll be calling in a little later. And we also have RJ. Hello. Maria. Hi. And Jake. Hello. And fun fact, um, RJ and Jake are in an undisclosed as of yet location. So we have no, apparently there's going to be potentially a lot of background noise. We don't know exactly what's going on, but. Uh, <laughs> Reporting live from the scene. <laughs> yes. And what is this scene? Or are you going to make us guess? <laughs> you guys are going to have to guess. We're going to give our fun facts and then you guys can guess based on our fun facts where we are. Okay. All right. Who's going first? I can go first. Okay. Jake's going to start. All right. Let me, let me pull this up real quick. Uh, so my fun fact, uh, during the 18th century, the price of admission into a zoo in England was three halfpence or the supply of a cat or dog to be fed to the lions. No. Oh, are you kidding me? A cat or a dog? No. I was going to be shocked that there was a half pence. I did not know that was a thing. But mm-hmm. feeding cats and dogs to the lion? Are you serious? Yep. Why, why isn't it a pence and a half? Why is it three half pence? <laughs> I, I don't know. This is, <laughs> I'm assuming it was before decimization of the English currency. Okay. Uh, okay. Like weird, weird currencies going on. Gotcha. Like 15 um, or 16 different types of coins. That, oh, I heard Elijah is getting okay. called. Sounds like a radio Okay. Elijah has gone missing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that is terrible. I mean, I wonder if you, if they like fed them in front of the crowd or something. That would be so awful. <laughs> I mean, they still do live feedings like right. these days. That's true. But not your pets. <laughs> Like, well, uh, I don't think you'd bring your pet. Like, no, street cats. Like, street oh, cats. Fido's Somebody getting a little old. Pet. Let's take him to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, bad, Yikes. Bad dog. That's Next not a fun fact. What the zoo. heck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's horrifying. All right. The London Zoo is a terrible place. I'm yeah. glad they stopped. <laughs> I'm glad they stopped. I assume they stopped doing that. And uh, that was a really yes. good thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. Off, off to a, a, quite a start. Yeah. Fun facts. <laughs> uh, so I feel like I should have gone first because I think Jake just like kind of gave away where we are. But um, <laughs> I actually did no research, but I'm going to just pull out the penguin facts that I'm always carrying in my back pocket. Right. Because since I was a child, I have been obsessed with penguins. Really? I and- love penguins. <laughs> We have they are the best. Dave the Penguin is in Match Solitaire, and he's one of my I favorites. Know. <laughs> he's my favorite because <laughs> I love, I have loved penguins since I was a child. I read so many books about penguins. I was in general an animal nerd, but penguins were and are my favorite. You must have loved when Madagascar came out. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think, I think uh, Happy Feet and March of the Penguins came out in the same year, and I was like living for both of those. <laughs> her, uh, her bedroom at her parents' house was just covered in penguins. It's true. I collected like stuffed penguins and everything. Aww. Oh, that's that's so cool. I I watch um, 
uh, Allison follows a lot of animal clips, and, and so I, there was one in particular that stood out. Just uh, there's some zoo where the penguins just like walk around. Um, Detroit. It, okay, it's the Detroit Zoo. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go. My my cousins live like basically around the corner from there. They have like a oh. penguin center basically, um, and I've never been, but. Like I want to go, like visit my cousins and go go there. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, what? But, that that looks insane. Anyway, sorry. yeah. <laughs> so, actual facts that are not about my childhood. Um, okay. There are 17 species of penguins. Only two live on the Antarctic mainland. Penguins are found on every continent in the southern hemisphere. So most of the 17 species live either on the Antarctic, like outlying islands, or in wait, s- uh, southern Africa, southern South America, and wait, Australia. Wait, I am so sorry. <laughs> Get, guess what? I forgot to hit the go live button. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, oh God. I asked about record. I didn't ask about go. That's live. a new one because on Twitch I don't have to do that. But we're, we're sitting here streaming to nothing. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> Unbelievable. So do we have to like reach? I do want to talk we just about, did, or are we just going to edit talk it about in? Jake's fun fact again. I have to. We have to do it all <laughs> over again. I'm so sorry. Okay. Oh I can my god! Another another fun fact. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's start with RJ's and then <laughs> we'll follow up with Jake's this time. All right, good warm up. Sorry. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live, take two. <laughs> I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison. Hello. Caitlin eventually. Hi, Hi, I'm here. Oh, Caitlin's here. All right. Here for take two. I, I, I seriously like connected ju- at just in time to hear you say welcome to do the intro. And I was like, whoa, it's like you timed that. Yeah, we'll wait till I tell you why. Okay. Uh, but first, uh, we also have RJ. Hello. Maria. Hi. And Jake. Hello. Okay, so. We actually were quite a ways through this podcast. <laughs> oh, no. And I realized I forgot to press the go live button, which is a new thing I have to do, a new step I have to do that's not in my instructions because we switched from Twitch to YouTube recently and they have an extra step on YouTube for some reason. So, But are you recording? So I, let me just, I'm, I'm going to double check. Yes, I'm recording. Yes, okay, I'm good. streaming. And we are live. Okay. okay. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, that's why that's why we're off to a late start. So um, now we got to pretend like we haven't heard these fun facts again. So <laughs> RJ, tell us <laughs> what have you got for us today? Oh wait, first of all, I, did, I have to repeat the fact that you guys are not in your usual location. Correct. Um, we are reporting live on location from a mystery location. And based on our fun facts, you guys have to guess where we are. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, RJ, take it away. What have you got for us? So I did no research for this. I am just pulling out the penguin facts that I always have in my back pocket. Because since I was a child, I've been obsessed with penguins. Like when I was a kid, I knew 
everything there is to know about penguins. I don't know if I still do, but I know a lot still because <laughs> they're the best. They are. Love penguins. <laughs> Love all the penguin movies that have come out. Um, yes. Yeah. But um, yeah. So what have you got? What? Tell us some fun facts about penguins. Yes. <laughs> so there are 17 species of penguins and only two of those species live on the Antarctic mainland. The rest live in the Antarctic outlying islands and in southern South America and Africa and Australia. They are found on every continent in the southern hemisphere. Oh, and I didn't know Australia had penguins. That's pretty wild. Yeah, they do. My favorite favorite part is that the African black-footed penguin that lives, of course, in Africa and South Africa, lives in roughly the same climate as Dallas. So, of oh, course, wow. as a child, I was like, to my parents, I'm like, well, you guys have a pool. Like, we could have a penguin in our backyard. It's fine. There's no problem. <laughs> but they smell terrible, so that's probably not a good idea. Oh, so. really? <laughs> Bonus fun fact, they smell terrible. And are they social? Would you have to get, like, more than one penguin? Yeah, they live in, like, big groups. I mean, if you've seen March the Penguins, you know, there's... I try to black out a lot of that course. movie, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's really too sad. sad. It's too sad. Uh, the, that, those are emperor penguins. So of the two, the two species that live on the Antarctic mainland are the emperor penguins and the dailies. The dailies are my favorite. The emperor penguin is actually the largest species of penguin, and it is approximately the size of one Maria. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and Maria. That's why I asked yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so they're about five feet ish they can grow up to about five feet tall the smallest penguin is the little they have several names of the little or blue or fairy penguin and they're only about like six inches right what? they're so cute they look like stand up? just mm-hmm. picturing maria as three foot three feet tall now i know you said she's five <laughs> feet tall but now i just can't help but picture her as three feet tall oh. yes yeah, waddling around with an egg on her feet yeah Oh. That's, the, that's the memory I have of, of the yeah. emperor penguin from, from March of the Penguins. My, yeah. poor, my, poor text, my text to Maria, Maria yesterday was, I promise I won't be mean about it, but I am going to out you as a short person on this audio only for <laughs> So sorry. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, Sometimes yeah. I wish, some, I, have, I have dreams of doing um, van life. And sometimes I wish I was I was a lot shorter because van life would be so much better if I could sleep horizontally in the van. Like my bed wouldn't have to take up so much of the space. Anyway, there's definitely some advantages to being shorter. I've got to say. Jake is six feet tall and he sleeps in his Prius. So That's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I slept in my Prius full length. I, 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 I set up my Prius like a hotel and lived in it for a while. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was uh, life. It's one way to defray the cost of uh, going to drill every month. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I, tra- I, I traveled all around the country and, and blogged about it and, and did some podcasts about it, too. So, yeah, that, Prius is awesome. I would, I would, I, who knows how long I would have been doing it, but I, I totaled it, unfortunately. And that's how I ended up in New York City because... Um, I no longer had a car, and it seemed like a good place to not have a car. But anyway, yeah. Fun Facts Live brought to you by the Toyota Prius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, Greatest place so to David, live a, a, on the road. A group of Prius, is it Pri or Priuses? 
I I pre-eye. go with pre-eye myself. I like pre-eye. <laughs> pre-eye? Yes. But I know it's hotly debated in the Prius community, though. But if anyone if anyone's out there uh, wanting to sleep in their Prius, here's a hot tip for you that I learned after <laughs> being on the road with the Prius. Um, you can leave. The greatest thing about it is if it's cold or too hot, you can leave the heat or air conditioning on and the engine only runs every once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. Which is just awesome because then you're not going to get uh, asphyxiated with carbon monoxide poisoning or whatever. Um, but the one of the downsides is every time it kicks on, the motor kicks on, it like jerks the car and it would wake me up every time. Yeah. So you just put the emergency brake on and it takes care of that problem. So there See, you go. I was wondering how to deal with that. So <laughs> yes, that's it. Now I know. It's a lot of fun to live in. Um, hotel Prius, what a life. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was, sorry, RJ interrupted your, your, uh, back pocket full of penguin fun facts. That's okay. I, I was pretty much done. I, I could go on, but I will let Jake do his. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on penguins. I'll talk all day. Yeah. We've had a little preview of Jake's fun fact and it's really not that oh, fun. <laughs> I, I changed it. No, since, come on. Uh, you got to tell us. Go ahead. Go with, go for it. And then you can... <laughs> it's... Uh, so during the 18th century, the price of admission into a zoo in England uh, was three half pence uh, or the supply of a cat or dog to be fed to the lions. Oh, pause there for a shock. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Did you fact check this? Is this I true? That sounds, that sounds made up. That they can eat it. Yep. Oh. I do. I do have the, uh, that's just insane to think about right now. Caitlin, before, yeah. when you, you missed the initial reaction to that fun fact, but we, we were talking to Leah here, our, our dog, by the way, um, if anyone doesn't know, but uh, we're like, Leah, yeah, if you, yeah, she starts, starts barking or howling, we're going to take you to the zoo. So. I didn't agree to that. I didn't agree to that, Aww. sweet pea. It's going to be the new threat. We'll bring, we'll drop daddy off. Yeah, I I mean, I guess it's like the uh, like uh, chupacabra or like Sasquatch gonna come get you. That's true. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Like every nursery rhyme ever. Those are the scariest things ever. Like you know, falling from a a tree. Um, What? What? When the bow breaks, the cradle falls. Um, (laughs) And then, uh, then like, like if I if I die before I wake, then (laughs) what? Ring well, ring around the rosy is about the black death. Yeah, right. Yeah, nursery rhymes are just terrible. But um, you're right. But maybe pets should have some similar little nursery rhymes that we can sing to Leah about going to the zoo. You can sing. (laughs) You can sing your walking song on the podcast if you'd like. No, that's okay. You don't want to sing your song that you made up. No, I think it's it's bad enough that people in the park hear me singing to Leah and uh, think I'm not the same person. So. But I have a little song that helps her poop. So it's, sometimes That's she needs sweet. a little motivation. It'd be great when you have kids. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've yeah. got them all practiced up. I'm getting pretty good, though. I'm a little jealous. I see like some ex- more experienced dog owners like 
um, grab that poop off the ground and flip that bag inside out almost instantly. And I'm like, like gingerly, like, don't let it touch anything. <laughs> it takes me a long time to wrap up the bag, yeah. but I'm getting a little faster at it, yeah. but I still have some envy. <laughs> Uh, my problem is always just getting the bag open especially if it's yeah, cold out and my a, hands are cold and it's like hilarious. the two sides are just so <laughs> stuck together yeah yes dog owner problems uh i can say allison has a lot more trouble with that than i do she she can spend quite a bit of time trying to get those those bags open but i learned a little trick um uh you can like breathe on it like I guess if you're fogging up your glasses or whatever to wipe mm -hmm. them, you can do that with the bag and it gives you a little bit of friction. Oh. So you can I mean, apart. I mean, my <laughs> trick is I I open it. I get it started before I leave the house. Oh. <laughs> I, do, I was doing that for a while. When I remember. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. All right, Jake, you said you had another fun fact. What, go yeah. for it. Oh. Uh. Oh wait, we never we didn't re, we didn't talk about the fact that there was a half pence <laughs> and why it's three half pence and not a pence and a half. Well, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> um, in the late eighteen or in the late nineteen hundreds, they the English went through a period of like it's called decimization, right? So like our currency is based off tens, yeah. um, and now the English currency, the English pound, is also based off tens. Um, but before it was not, oh. so they're just random amounts. What was it based on? Oh, just random. Uh, not, yeah, not so like, consistent uh, at all. Yeah, okay. kind of like the imperial <laughs> system <laughs> yeah, measurement. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> well, so like a pound sterling was an actual pound of sterling silver. Like that's where they got the name of it. And then they had like different denominations of that, uh, okay. based on like you know what you needed to buy and like how much it was worth and stuff like that but we're definitely getting some nope. of the background noise now it's pretty cute yeah. <laughs> everyone's starting to wake up <laughs> so do you do you guys want to guess where we are antarctica <laughs> you got it one good job yeah. yes you're on one of those national geographic tours um, yeah <laughs> Jake, Jake got deployed to Antarctica. Yes. And I tagged along to see the penguins. That's actually a possibility. Ooh. If I was in the army, I was like, man, I want to do that. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds amazing. I was surprised when we, we were waiting for the Broadway show to start. We went to a show this week, and uh, I saw in the playbill that you can take uh, one of those cruises, but um, with a bunch of Broadway performers, performers. Yeah. and oh, yeah. so you get to like see nature and then have a show at night for <laughs> a broadway show at night that sounds pretty that crazy sounds terrible <laughs> <laughs> cool. i think you're Watch not a, a, a broadway fan a broadway show fan. Hey, but like oh yeah like theater people on a boat yeah, yeah. can you imagine like a bunch of Broadway prima donnas on a boat oh, yeah. for 14 days. Like, it would be hilarious. <laughs> That's true. That'd be a good reality show. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to my cabin. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. right. That, it would be a lot of that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I used to sit in a coffee shop right near Broadway, and so a lot of Broadway personalities would come in and have interesting conversations that you just can't help but overhear. So I think, uh, I think it would be really entertaining <laughs> just, mm. just for the, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time with music people like 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they operate a little differently. Mm-hmm. It's pretty okay. funny. Yeah. Um, any, any other guesses? Okay. Besides Antarctica. So, Antarctica. We're not in Antarctica. Antarctica. Uh, whatever. I, Sorry, Allison. <laughs> Allison doesn't want to guess anymore. She's disappointed. <laughs> um, I am going to say it's got to be a zoo. Uh, and, but which zoo? Um, I mean, if it was the London Zoo, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> okay, not the London Zoo. I, I don't know any, too, too many zoos. And we all but, already eliminated, actually, this was this in, before we started recording, oh, or wait. before we started streaming, the Detroit, we are not at the Detroit Zoo, which has the Penguin Center. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately, because I would like to be there. Um, I have been to the San Antonio Zoo. Is it, is it that one? I think it's there's not a San, San Antonio. You're close, though. We have been to that. One, we have. Oh. Been to that. Yeah. I think we have. Is it? Did the zoo just reopen today? No. no. Oh, never mind then. I'm on the wrong website. You guys are overthinking it. Okay, it's the uh, Dallas Austin? Aquarium. Dallas. Um, Maria, you're close. You guys got to combine your guesses. <laughs> Dallas Zoo? So you- yes. <laughs> okay. We're at the Dallas Zoo. Oh, awesome. So what motivated you to go there? Well, uh, the weather's day? nice. Yeah. We're on a date. Oh. Yeah. Nice. That, we haven't had a date awesome. in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Gosh. We just got a membership to the zoo. So we're here what? today and we're going to come like one more time. And it's like, you know, cost-wise. So anyone who's listening who lives in Dallas, highly recommend getting a Dallas Zoo membership because yeah. it's like the roughly the price of going, of two people going twice. So if you go <laughs> twice in a year, you've paid for your membership. Oh, that's awesome. And you're nice. supporting the zoo and supporting wildlife conservation and stuff. And tell us what, uh, what are the best exhibits that we shouldn't miss? The penguins. The live feeding. <laughs> the live feeding of the lions. Oh yeah. my gosh. Get a Dallas membership so they don't have to feed cats and dogs to the lions anymore. They can... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to make a really bad joke, but I won't. <laughs> a really dark joke, but I'll just, I'll tell, I'll send it to Discord afterward. <laughs> too dark for the podcast. Oh my gosh. All right. So the penguins, they do have penguins. They do have penguins. And, oh, okay. the, the penguins here are fairly new like they weren't here when i was a kid by that you know (laughs) new in that sense i'm you know i'm pretty young but like (laughs) uh within the last what five ten years they've i guess fewer than ten years between five and ten years they added the penguins here previously the only place in dallas you could see them was at the aquarium yeah where at the at the dallas world aquarium they have the african penguins outside because they live in the same climate as dallas Ah. they also have they also have the little little penguins the little six inch high ones in this teeny tiny little exhibit it's like a little (laughs) river so cute they're the first thing you see when you walk in Uh, i love them so much here they just have the african ones right Uh, yeah i think so And okay. Oh, yeah, I thought you were maybe at, we're at the penguins. So. No, we're just like in a sort of bridge over a little creek. Troubled water. Just... I know they have, uh, my favorite right now is the hippo exhibit. I was going to ask, I, I wasn't even going to say it because I was like, no one else is going to love the hippos like I do. I love them. The They're super awesome. Favorite. 
<laughs> I mean, I love all animals, but like the hippo exhibit's five or six years old. Like it's it's brand new. I think new. they just redid it like within the last yeah. couple of years. Oh wow! wow. Uh, it's the only hippo exhibit in North Texas. Oh, because we have a couple zoos up here. Like Fort Worth Zoo doesn't have hippos. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. imagine they're like not easy to to create an environment for. Um, mm-hmm. I think I might have mentioned this before, but I never imagined that like hippos could be cute, but a baby hippo is pretty darn cute. Oh, and, yeah. uh, really cute. In fact, um, Fiona is named after, uh, a character in Match Solitaire is named after uh, a baby hippo at what zoo? Cincinnati. Cincinnati Zoo that Allison oh, yeah. was following. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's not a baby anymore. Not a baby anymore. No. She's big. Yeah. Um, the hot chai, hot chai Instagram follows the Cincinnati Zoo, and I love yeah. scrolling through there because our feed is just like art and games, and then every now and then there'll be like a lion. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to post my favorite video. It's probably like one of the original YouTube videos from when it before oh. Google even owned it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great hippo. I, I don't know how to say it nicely. Uh, ga- gas event. Uh, anyway, <laughs> when they when they um, expel, their, uh, basically when they fart, it's ridiculous. Like you would not, you just cannot believe that it's this is for real. Like it just goes on and on and on, and then. <laughs> And then the tail starts spinning and, and poops flying everywhere. And it's just like, it's a, it's a major event. Like it's fascinating. Everybody around is like, what is happening right now? It's just, it's just fantastic. It's quite a show. If you ever get the opportunity to watch a, a hippo do its business, it's, it's intense. So what you're saying is their friends never stood downwind. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't dare. Yeah, that's a Broadway and a zoo reference. Yeah. Oh, really? I, yeah. I don't know the Broadway reference. It's from The Lion King. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Never well, seen The Lion King. <laughs> it's uh, in the movie. Then, it's not not only the Broadway show. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember anything about being downwind. Well, Pumbaa sings it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen the whole thing. I've probably seen like bits and pieces of it. Okay. So. Yeah. I can't handle it. Nah, some sad going to make me watch it. Yes. <laughs> oh, great. Get ready. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So, what? We haven't... What? Oh, we don't... Oh, I could go next is what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, you... Okay. We're going to you. drop the off, zoo? actually, because we're going to go wander. All um, right. Well, thanks for calling in. Have fun. Have a fun location. If you, if you get any guys. good monkey sounds or anything, yeah, just send them, send them along. And I'll, I'll put them in the background. <laughs> Will do. So. All right. All right. <laughs> Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Allison, what have you got for us? Um, well, my fun fact is also about animals. Okay. And some of these animals can be found in zoos. Okay. Not all animals are capable of jumping. Really? Yes. Leah's barely capable of jumping, but <laughs> that's more that's of a, a cord- preference thing yeah, than a physical ability. Problem, but. Um, <laughs> okay. but hippos cannot jump. Oh. So hippos, rhinos, and elephants are all incapable of jumping. Really? Yeah. 
Um, so <laughs> it's because of a combination of their weight okay. and the amount of speed they can build up. So oh. while so while many of these animals are, are quite fast at running, their speed does not account for the amount of mass that they would have to move. So they basically order. can't accelerate very fast. They, once they get going, they can just yeah, but they, they can't can. they can't get airborne. Interesting. But it's um. So one foot's always on the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but for an elephant, it's partially related to kind of just their skeletal structure. Um, one thing I didn't realize is that elephants are always essentially standing on their tiptoes. Really? It's, it's better for the distribution of their weight. And that's basically what their, their skeleton is based on supporting the massive weight as opposed to... Like, that seems crazy because I know like ballerinas, when they stand on their toes, it's like devastating. Their feet are destroyed after a few years of doing that. I feel like it'd be well, better to distribute foot it. Well, an ballerina's foot are slightly <laughs> differently shaped. <Okay. laughs> True, but you would think like distributing it, distributing the weight over the most amount of area would be more yeah. efficient. So I don't, I don't understand that. It's also fascinating to me. Like Allison knows that when we're in the park in Central Park, there's a lot of runners, and I, I'm just for some reason fascinated with the all the runners. many different ways that people yeah. run, all the different gates. It's, it's. It's crazy like no two people run the same way it seems yeah. but um yeah there are toe runners that are the most fascinating to me they like bounce up and down on their toes well that's the better way to do it is to be a toe striker as opposed to a heel striker really yeah that seems like yeah so heel devastating striker, to your calves it, it's like oh and all your tendons yeah, but you're gonna you're more likely to to end up with with injuries if you are a heel if you strike with your heel first Okay, I can sort of see that because it would it would absorb a lot more of yeah. in, of the impact if you landed on your toes and your muscles were absorbing it rather than your skeleton. Yeah. So that so part makes sense. So when I was a few, a few years ago, when I was like, I'm going to take up running again, I trained myself to you know be a toe striker, and then whenever I was out and about and would just see other people running around in the neighborhood, I would judge them if they were, I would like <laughs> silently judge them. For, I'm like that guy's that because he has strike doing it wrong <laughs> well I, I just so do you when you say toe striker does that mean your heel uh -huh. eventually comes down um not really oh you kind of it's kind of like your toes and the ball of your foot okay it's like so if you so imagine if you were just running in place you pro your heels probably wouldn't ever touch the floor okay yeah. Yeah. So just, and next time, you know, yeah. when you, maybe when you're not on <laughs> being recorded, you know, just just try to like jog in place a little bit, and then it's basically the same thing, but then you're mo but moving forward. That <laughs> uh, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like some people like exaggerated to the level where their heels are literally always at least I'd say two or three inches off the ground. They never even come close. It's just they're. Feet are pointed down like ballerinas, and they're just deet, 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 well, deet, running along the faster on their toes. You are. <laughs> the faster you are, generally, the less like your the less time you know for your foot to to oh, kind of flex true. that much, right? So you're just kind of like bouncing right off it again. That's true, and that makes if sense. I can see fast. that if you were like full out running with your legs, and but the these people that fascinate me, their their heads are bouncing up and down like at least I think I would say maybe a close to a foot like they're really bouncing doing yeah. doing doing like they're on pogo sticks anyway uh, yeah. yeah it's uh I, I just find that super fascinating to see all the different ways people run it's yeah. it's insane yeah. 
Um, so I think it's probably just like looking at like the physiology of like a rhino, an elephant, yeah. a hippo, even a little tortoise guy. It's not a surprising tortoise, yeah. that none of those animals can jump, but an opossum is actually the only marsupial that can't jump. Opossum can't jump. No, nope, they're not capable of it. Um, they're excellent at climbing, but they have no ability to jump. Wow, that is fascinating. Yeah. I always loved, speaking of zoos and marsupials, uh, that's one of my favorite exhibits is going into the dark uh, and seeing all the nighttime animals. Oh, yeah. Including possums. Yeah. That's weird to hear you say opossum. I, uh, cause, oh, because this is part of the article I was reading. Possums and opossums are different animals. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I did not know that. Yeah. And opossums are the ones that we have in the U.S. that are shortened to possums. But they're t so like a little possum like in Australia can jump. An opossum in the U.S. can't jump. So I was trying to be specific. Oh, interesting. I did not yeah. know those were different. I just assumed yeah. one was a shortening of the other. No. Okay. They're just commonly called the same thing, but they're too, they are separate. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. All right. All right. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. Also, Remember? starfish can't jump, but that didn't seem that surprising <laughs> to me. <laughs> and neither can clams. I can't even, I've never even seen a starfish move and I haven't been that patient. Yeah. I, I've been, I've seen them like in a different position when I looked while a while later, but I've never yeah. actually seen the motion. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Clams, you said? Cannot jump. Okay. <laughs> don't have legs. Neither can leeches or ticks. Okay. What? A tick can't jump? No. I'm surprised ticks can't jump. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, they um, get onto you by uh, crawling or essentially like falling. But they didn't mm. jump. They didn't propel themselves. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yikes, those things are scary. Yeah. All right, Maria, what have you got for us today? Uh, Beast 2.0. Oh, yeah. What 2.0? Bees. Yes. <laughs> okay. More fun facts about bees. Yeah. Uh, all bees have five eyes. That's not a good number. <laughs> Five? <laughs> odd odd yeah. number, so weird. That is weird. Yeah. Uh, three of them are located on the center top of the head. Okay. And has just one lens, like the human eye. Okay. And the main purpose of those eyes is to see, for the bee to see if it's being approached from above. Oh. And it also sees ultraviolet, polarized, and infrared lights. Ooh, fancy. Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, the... I'm just waiting for the, where are these other two eyes? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, they age the bee's orientation, but does not provide any form of image. Huh? Yeah. And the other two eyes are called compound eyes. Okay. And are located at the front, like, uh, and uh, it helps uh, them see pattern and identify the, the plant they're targeting. Okay. And mm. they can see in every direction simultaneously because there's 6,900 hexagonal lenses in one eye. Wow. 
That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and the compound eyes are hairy. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> mm. No, no, I don't like that. Why? <laughs> Why are they hairy? No. Uh, to help weird. navigate in the wind. Oh, well, okay. It's practical, I guess. It's not just there to be creepy, but... Ugh. I yeah. can't even imagine the, the view that this creates. Like, how does a brain handle all this? It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're very sensitive to movement and can detect movements that lasts one three hundredth of a second. Wow. The human eye uh, can see a movement in one fiftieth of a second. Wow. That's wow. That's incredible. That's a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. So I'm imagining, um, so, okay, so let me get this straight. There are three eyes on basically the top of the head yep. looking up, Yeah. but they don't form an image. They're just like inputs about spatial awareness, proximity or something. Yeah. Okay. Proximity sensors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the crazy compound eyes where they actually yeah. like see where they're flying and target flowers. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and the top ones are also for navigation. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Bees are just fascinating. Yeah. Lots going on in those little bodies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine. Um, and the size of the eye uh, differs if it's a bee that flies at night or day. Oh. Well, they specialize. Night flyers yeah. and day flyers. Huh. That is, that's, that's just bizarre. Yeah. yeah. And is this pretty much across all bees or just a certain kind of bee? All, I think. Oh, okay. Wow. So yeah. if you're a bee, you uh, have five eyes. Wow. Yeah. A lot of uh, different insects have five eyes. So not just bees. Huh. I just don't like it. And no. <laughs> had no idea yeah yeah um i just can't imagine what it would be like to encounter a bee when you're at the same size it's got to be so bizarre looking well i don't remember the <laughs> bee looking like that and honey i shrunk the kids because i know they don't they encounter one or it's a spider i don't know oh. i don't know i do remember seeing that show at disney world mm -hmm. uh, in the 3d version of it where yeah. like something sneezes and you get splashed oh, with water. Oh, it's an ant. It's an ant. Sorry. Ant. I remember the little pincers now. It's an ant. Okay. Yeah, ants are pretty crazy too. Yeah. Wow. All right. Wow, this is this is uh, amazing. With, that, with zero coordination so far, <laughs> every fun fact has been about animals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, oh, Caitlin, what have you got? <laughs> uh, well, you've given me time to go and look up okay. fun fact about an animal. <laughs> okay. Because Should we do the Swedish word? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. sorry, Swedish word. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the Swedish word is ergon. 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 Yeah. Okay. It means eyes. Oh. oh okay. Right. Okay. That's plural. Ergon. Yeah. Ergon. And what if you just want one eye? Erga. Erga. Okay. <laughs> I got my eye gun, you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. 
I tried. You did. <laughs> All Caitlin right. did well, actually. What's that? Caitlin said it correctly. Oh. 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 No, I don't remember why I said it. It was like, it's kind of, I just kind of went, ugh, oh God. It just like made a noise. Oh gosh. All right, we're so bad at this. We're terrible at our Swedish vocab words. Yeah. Yes. I think we might need a lesson on like, starting with the sounds that we Basic need to learn phonemes. how to make. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. we're, not, we're not even there yet to be learning words. We need like, yes. What are like, the vowels? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. We need to know the sounds. Yeah. A e i o u, whatever yeah. the equivalent is. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, Caitlin, you got a, you got a, um, an animal fun fact for us now. Well, okay, so I'll, I'll so my original fun fact was going to be a lingu- like a linguistics one, but it is related to animals. Do you okay. want that, or do you sure. want a proper sure. animal? Sure, why fact? not? No, ling- linguistics related to animals. Okay, so um, I, I'm in in English. And I'm curious, I'll be curious to hear from Maria if this is also true in Swedish. I, I suspect it probably is not. Um, in English, the words for a lot of, for a number of types of meat do not really, are not similar to the name of the animal it comes from. Oh, yeah. So, for example, beef and right. cow or cattle. Right. Right. Beef doesn't um, come from a beefalo. It does not come from a beefalo. No. <laughs> Which is weird. Yeah. Or, yeah. or yeah. pork. Pork comes from a pig. I guess they both start with P. But other than that, that's not really. It's like no. clearly not the same root word. Yeah. Um. So the reason for that is that maybe obviously they they come from different language families, and so English is such a mishmash of you know, some Romance language, Latin origin stuff and some Germanic. And so in these cases, the food word, so beef, so beef and pork in this, in these examples are from uh, Latin roots and the animal word cow or pig are from uh, basically Germanic, a Germanic, or the Germanic root. Um, and the reason, kind of the reason that English adopted that it evolved this way is because back in the Middle Ages or whatever, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago when English was kind of solidifying, I guess, mm-hmm. um, if you were a fancy rich person, you likely spoke French. And so you and you also were the most likely person actually eating this meat because meat was very expensive Mm. i mean still is but even more so right and so you were referring to these foods by their french names often but if you were a serf you were not eating meat (laughs) and so you were you only knew the animals as uh there as an animal um in the field or whatnot and so you used the word that was like Cow is, you know, in German, it's Kuh. It's, it's obviously very similar. Okay. Um, I don't know yeah, what it's... pig is in, in German, um, but yeah. So anyway, yeah, I that's... just always thought that was a funny it... little how English then adopted both words together. 
Is um, poultry different because it was like more readily available? Like a chicken is chicken, well, a turkey is turkey, and duck is duck. I mean, the word. So the word for chicken in French is poulet,、mm-hmm. or and like the animal is the animal chicken is poulet, and the the meat chicken is poule. I think, or maybe I've got those backwards. But anyway, but they're like obviously the same root, and、yeah. so that's obviously also where poultry is the same thing. P O、yeah. it's because it's P O U L E,、mm-hmm. um, and chicken in German is Hennchen, which is obviously where you get, get the word hen. hen from.、Yeah. So I don't really know. Yeah, the the, the bird ones, I don't know. Okay, it's, just it's a little bit more of a mish, mishmash. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was thinking about that before too. I was like, what, how do I rationalize that? But yeah, but it would yeah, be I mean, like think, calling.、Uh, Calling it a hen and eating chicken,、um, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, the word chicken, I would guess, is a Germanic root. That's not、yeah. doesn't sound very Latiny. No, it doesn't. Yeah, and then we just didn't pick up the、Best. the French for for whatever reason. We didn't really. I mean, the I mean poultry is is a much more general term that encompasses、yeah. basically all birds that you eat. True.、Um, Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I don't know. Yeah, English is weird. English is very weird. Very, very weird, and I don't understand why. What it's so popular? Maybe that should be a, a fun fact one of these days. <laughs> like, how did it become like kind of the de facto colonialism?、Uh, oh gosh. Okay.、Yeah. Not not for good reasons. No. Okay. No. Yeah, I would say colonialism and、uh, like technology. And Americans being obnoxious, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like we... kind of trying to be like we're the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number one exporters of culture. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a nice way to put that's it. That's true. Hollywood might have, well, yeah, might have been an influence there. Yeah.、Um, yeah, I wonder if we'll ever like resolve this and come up with a properly like. But like a well structured and like considered language that we can adopt universally. I was, was going to make my my binary code sounds that I make to you all the time, but I stopped doing that. <laughs> yes, it really makes me want to talk about AI and translation models and all that stuff,、yeah. but I'll spare you.、Yeah. <laughs> but、uh, except to say that AI has done it. It's come up with a superset of all. Uh, languages that it translates, and、uh, it would be cool to like have that like AI model somehow translated into something that we could use. But yeah, that would that would be fascinating because I feel like different languages are missing things that other other languages have, like concepts and ideas that we can't speak about because it. The terms don't exist in our language, so、right. yeah, be fascinating to have a superset that encompasses everything. All right, I'll end on that boring <laughs> note. Uh, <laughs> uh, RJ is not here to give us our our usual outro, but oh, speaking of outros, we do have a new、uh, outro from、um, Charlotte Veronica and.、Uh, Uh, the composer for my games lately, the last few games, and、uh, super excited to 
debut that today. So yeah, looking forward to that. Enjoy the outro and follow us on social media, all that good stuff. And we'll see you same at Hot Chai Games. At Hot Chai Games. Hot Chai Games. Games. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Except for YouTube. Yeah, there'll be a link in YouTube the description. YouTube is Hot Chai Productions. <laughs> oh, is it? I need to fix that. Yeah. yeah. Make them the same. It's your own channel and <laughs> oh you didn't gosh. know this. No, no I didn't. RJ handles all this stuff. I don't know what's going <laughs> oh, <okay>. on. <laughs> Yeah, and we're, my social media game is useless without RJ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Follow us everywhere, Hot Chai Games or Hot Chai Productions. There'll be a link in the, in the show notes. And we'll see you again next week, same time, same place. And stay what? tuned for the Saturday challenge. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Saturday. Yeah, if you're watching live, stay tuned for the match challenge. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. We're, gonna, we're definitely missing RJ. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for filling in and helping me uh, get it all out there. And we'll see you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.